Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. What is up, my people? Hi, guys. Wow. Okay, it's been a minute, and I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm so grateful to be here today. And honestly, everything's going pretty well in a lot of areas of my life. And then I have a few areas where it's funky and wonky, and I'm I've got concerns and I've got, you know, it's just, it's just heavy. My dad has COVID right now, right? And he's a little bit older and he's got some other health stuff going on. It's just like, man, if it's not one thing, it's another. It's like life's a what playing that game whack-a-mole where you just get settled and then all of a sudden another issue pops up. And so anyways, I've just been trying to ride the wave and just be at peace no matter what the circumstances are and all that. And it's really hard. Even as I say that, I'm like, that is such a stupid line. Like, how can you be at peace no matter what the circumstances are? And so anyways, I just thought I'd come on really quick and just give you guys a hug and tell you that I love you and I am praying for you. Please, if you need prayer, please reach out. Hello at dannysumner.com. Okay, so here's the thing I wanted to say today. Before I leave, let me just say a couple of things. So I was talking with some friends actually in the Feel Better journey, that group coaching experience that is going on right now. And it's going amazing. We've got three awesome groups going on. And I was talking with some friends yesterday in the group and we were kind of going through some stuff and someone brought up the issue of regret and how regret kind of comes at the most inopportune time, right? Like these little regrets will pop up in our mind and then just kind of be like a intrusive thoughts, right? And so and how Intrusive thoughts and regret go together. And, and so I just wanted to share a couple of thoughts. If you struggle with intrusive thoughts, which I think most of us do if you're human, as well as the human experience of regret. And I'm not talking regret on like big scale level, like, oh my gosh, I did some huge regrettable thing 20 years ago and I'm still paying the price for it or something like that. But I'm talking like, little regrets, right? Like just the little things that we do or even the little things that we don't do when we know deep down we probably should have done something, right? Like these little things that kind of haunt us. And they usually haunt us around 3.15, 3.20 in the morning, right? So, and you know, maybe it is the big regret too, but what I wanted to say is just a couple things of how to process through that. And you guys, you know, healing, inner healing, finding peace within ourselves, finding peace with the Lord. like It's a process and it's like an onion. Like Our healing can come like an onion. We've talked about this before on the podcast, but how sometimes we find this place of peace or this encounter with Jesus and we're just like, oh my gosh, this is it. I've got peace in this one situation or I was able to forgive this one 
person that hurt me or I was able to, oh my gosh, do the work and forgive myself in this one area. And then something will come up and trigger us. And then all of a sudden we're like, wait, why am I like frustrated with myself? Like, why am I holding this against myself again? Or why am I struggling with regret in this area? Or why am I bitter with this person again when I've already forgiven them? Like, what in the world is going on? And so, you know, you guys, that's totally normal. And I think it's the beauty of how complex life can be for us. And I think it's the beauty of, or at least I'm trying to find the beauty in it. Maybe it's not beautiful, but I am trying to dial it in to find the beauty, right? That whole phrase, carpe diem, like seize the day. What does that even mean? Like, how can I seize the day when I'm struggling or when regret comes up or when I feel like I've forgiven somebody, but I realize, oh my gosh, I'm still holding them accountable in my heart and mind and judging the hell out of them for what they've done to me or judging myself so harshly because let's face it, we are our own worst enemy. I know that I'm not the only one who talks harsher to myself than I would to anyone else, right? And so here's what I want to say. When these things come up, it's not because you've done anything wrong. It's just because you're human. And as you grow, it's like new wineskins, right? That scripture where you can't pour new wine in old wineskins. You guys, we're continually outgrowing our wineskins, so to speak. If you're doing this holy and hard work and you're showing up and trust me, you are, if you're listening to my podcast, like you're after it, you want more. You want to encounter more peace and more wholeness and more joy and more purpose and all of that. And just doing that work and becoming more whole is the process. Like that's the gift. That's the carpe diem. That's that's embracing the day, right? And is life perfect? No, it's a mess. It's a it's a holy mess, right? Like our life is both holy, you are both holy, and it's okay to admit you're a mess in, in places of your life, just like I am. So what I wanted to share is when this happens, when it's like another layer, here's like three basic steps that you can do to kind of process through so you don't just get stuck thinking about it in your head and then beating yourself up because you haven't moved forward or beating yourself up because you shouldn't be feeling this way or feeling like just stuck, right? So if you're feeling stuck, it's usually because we're beating ourselves up for feeling the way we feel and we're just in denial of being able to move forward. And sometimes it's just there's grief and we're like, no, no, it's just too difficult to move forward. And so I have a lot of empathy for you if you're feeling that way, but here's what I want to do to empower you, right? And all this whole process of inner healing and all of this is to empower you to give you your power back, right? And I'm not saying I can do that. Only Jesus can. But what I'm saying is, let me give you a glimpse into my journey, how I've gotten my power back, how God has given me my voice back in life. Because when these hurtful or harmful or even hateful things have happened to us, it's really hard and it really fosters us in this place of being stuck or being just in a funky place. And so what do we do? Okay, so number one, I suggest that you grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, and just write a poison pen letter, right? Like, what do I mean by that? It's this piece of paper. You do like a brain dump of all your thoughts about this one specific subject, okay? So one area where, let's say you wake up at 3.20 in the morning with a flash of regret or a flash of anxiety about something that you've done and, and all of that. So grab a piece of paper and write about it. And you won't even read this paper again, but as soon as you're done writing about it, throw it out burn it. I even told one of the groups in the Feel Better journey this week, actually this morning, because there was some concern about like, well, what if someone finds that piece of paper or, um, in the trash can or 
what if someone finds it on my street because the dumpster, the trash guy, when he comes to pick up the trash, it falls out and it's on the street. Okay, so here, here's my little secret. When you're writing, don't even take your pen off the paper. Like you just write and move your hand and write super messy and keep the words together. And you can even literally write one line over and over again. So you just continue to write over that same exact line. I'm telling you, it works and no one will be able to read what you wrote. You won't even be able to read what you wrote. The whole point is not for you to read what you wrote. The whole point is for you to get it out of your mind and your heart. And so if you're not necessarily an external verbal processor, this writing process can be really helpful. Even if you are an external processor, which I clearly I am, it still helps to just write it out and it kind of settles your brain and mind and heart and you can kind of put it back in place at times. Now, sometimes just writing it out and then throwing that piece of paper away and saying a little prayer is enough. And you're like, okay, actually, it's okay. I feel better. I don't have as much regret in this area or that doesn't hold such power over me anymore. Sometimes that's enough. So give yourself a couple of days. And if, if that's not enough, then what I suggest you find a safe place, person to process it with. Somebody in your life that you can just, you don't even need to get specific yet. You can be really vague about it. You can literally just, you know, someone sent a group text to me and a couple people and they were just like, you know, can you just say a prayer? I'm just struggling with my past a little bit. And they gave zero specifics. They just said that and kind of got it out. And so you can do that. You can be a little vague about it but yet you're still alluding to it. You're still sharing, you're being vulnerable, but maybe you don't share the specifics because you're not ready yet or because that whole group isn't really the place to share it, right? So, so that's step number two. And if maybe that will bring some freedom because other people just know that you're struggling with some area in your life, right? So you share it in kind of a vague way. Then you give it a couple of days, give it a few more days. And obviously you're praying and you're like, Lord, Reveal to me who's safe. Who can I share this with? Do I need to share it with another person? Like, what do you expect? What do you need me to do, Lord, to help me in this area? Right. And so, if that doesn't work, so right. So now we've done the poison pen. We've journaled it. We've written it. We've thrown it away. We've taken a day, <laughs> breathe, and if we're still feeling that tension, we're sharing it in kind of a vague way with some safe people. Right. Always choose safe people. Okay. Like, let's just be real. There are people. That we probably shouldn't share some of the stuff with. You know, it's like that whole don't put your pearls before swine. Maybe they can't handle the truth. They can't handle your issue. And that's okay. It's not about their quote unquote weakness or their even judgments. It's this is about your internal process, right? So we share. And if that's not enough to share it in a vague way, now I'm going to challenge you. The devil's in the details, right? That phrase, man, if it's still harboring and holding you hostage, You've got to get specific. And with one safe person, you just got to get specific to do this work. You've got to just be able to process it and say it. And I'd encourage you to find somebody who can hold space really well for you, right? A therapist is a great option. A really trusted, awesome pastor who has experience with holding space for people to be able to process things and not just have to preach at you and tell you, you know, this, that, or, or God is good or throw a few scriptures at that and you know that'll solve all your problems like somebody who's actually done the holy and hard work themselves there's a lot of great pastors who've done a lot of this holy and hard work and are trying to recover from life themselves right and so 
or you can find a trusted friend or somebody in a support group, or maybe it's your spouse if you're lucky enough to be able to have somebody that you can share with as a spouse. And I know sometimes that can be wonky and vulnerable, especially if you have conflict with a spouse. So use discernment, pray, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and to lead you. But, you know, God doesn't want us to struggle alone with these things. So that's my third point is if it's still holding you hostage after you've done step one and step two, step one journaling, step two, sharing it in a vague way. Then step three is sharing it in a vulnerable, honest way and just being real and just getting, pulling off the bandaid and dealing with it. It's like, do you want to be held hostage for months upon months about this issue? Or do you just want to like, just pull off the bandaid, be vulnerable? Yes, you'll probably have a vulnerability hangover the next day. Totally normal totally okay. You may even need to text the person and say, hey, I'm having a little vulnerability hangover, actually. And that's totally normal. And honestly, it's okay, right? But you guys, we have to practice doing these steps and these tools. Otherwise, we're going to end up taking some of this misery with us to the grave. And it's like, man, I don't want to live a miserable existence. I want to live as free and as joyful and as peace-filled as possible in the midst of my messy holy life. And I know you do too. And so I just want to encourage you guys, if you're struggling, if you're having, you know, struggles with regrets or with anything kind of holding you up, I would encourage you to try those three steps. Just try them out and see how they go. Again, poison pen, write it out, throw it away, burn it, get rid of that piece of paper. Number two, share it in a vague way with some safe people or a safe person. And number three, if that doesn't work, then you're going to go into sharing it in a more vulnerable, real way with somebody who can hold space and allow you to process and not minimize your feelings, but be able to be validated in what you're feeling and what your struggle is. You know, the last thing you need is like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling regret about this incident that happened. And when someone minimizes it and says, oh, that's, you shouldn't have any regret in that. Let me tell you my regret, right? It's like, oh my gosh, thank you for, and it took me four months to be able to share this with another human. And you just invalidated my experience. And it's like, man, sometimes we just need to be heard and to be validated. And so I know I talk about that a lot on the podcast, but I love you guys. I just want you to know that you're not alone and that I'm so proud of you for showing up. I'm so grateful for you being a part of this podcast community. It's just such a fun journey for me. And I'm loving going through the Feel Better journey. So listen, if you've been around here for any time at all, can you do me a favor? Can you whatever podcast app that you are listening on, would you leave me a review? Would That really helps with the podcast algorithm I hear. And so if you could leave a five-star positive review, that would be amazing. If you have anything mean to say, I'm going to say, hold it to yourself because my mama taught me, you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. So I'm just kidding. Of course I want. Whatever. Leave your review. Whatever. Whatever you want to say. Okay. So God bless you. Let me say a quick prayer for you before we close and I'll be in touch in a few days. And I'd appreciate prayers for my dad. That would be amazing. I'll tell you what, having aging parents is not for the faint of heart. So I'd appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thanks for being part of my community. I love that you're a part of this community. Let me say a quick prayer. Father, I thank you for who you are. God, I thank you for my friend. Oh my gosh, Lord, thank you for creating and knitting my friend together in their mama's womb. Whether they were their parents' choice or not, God, they were your choice. So Holy Spirit, 
Would you fill them? Would you protect them? Would you watch over them? And Lord, would you, would you continue to empower them to stay on this inner healing pursuit and journey with you? God, I thank you that you are with us in the mess. You're with us in the hardship. God, you are so much bigger than any drama or trauma that we have been through or are going through. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.